The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In the world of sports, the offseason is a time to relax and regroup after a hard-fought season. But playing with MyBookie gives you the choice to decide when your season begins and ends. At MyBookie.ag, you can bet on hundreds of games and leagues from around the world. Whether it's a game day, Panther parlay, or a long shot winner, MyBookie's got you covered. Use pre-game props or bet the game live to shift the odds in your favor and always come out on top. Not only does MyBookie host exclusive sports betting contests you can't find with any other book, but also the bonuses are insane. Crazy even. Crazy. Insane. All of those words. All those great adjectives. If you sign up today with MyBookie.aj, use our promo code, AbsoluteDGen, you'll receive up to $1,000 in bonus money when you make your first deposit. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Insane! Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what's going on? If you ever try to make me run sprints because I use an iPhone, I will quit the show. <laughs> You're the iPhone user. I think I, I am. I, I'm I, the I, one. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 The Androids dominate. This. I, I, I think think like the, the other other guys that join the uh, Mac, Mac. No, Max has got to be an iPhone guy. He's got a Mac. He does. I think, I think it's two, two right there. The boys, what about the boys? Boys probably got Androids in, in, in the UK, right? I would think so. Yeah. I think, I think we're outnumbered. Yeah, I think I'm running sprints. I think so. I think yeah. so. What's up, Panther? No self-respecting NASCAR guy's got an iPhone. Just oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> just put that out there. But, man, just just hearing that story, we'll let Max touch on it. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I've lost a lot of respect for Jason Kidd. I love Jason Kidd, <laughs> but finding out, finding out he's one of those iPhone guys, uh, just he dropped he dropped down a couple notches for me. I just think it's funny. So this, uh, I'm, I'm over at BroBible.com uh, headline: Jason Kidd once made the Bucks run sprints at practice because one player had an Android. Apparently, messed up the team's group chat. Um, I want to say it was uh, Thon Maker, if, if if I remember. Um, yeah, it was Thon Maker. Uh, did not have an iPhone, messing up the team's blue bubble iPhone group chat. Uh, kid was upset about it and made the team run because kid felt that maker not getting an iPhone was an example of the team not being united. So this this is actually uh, apparently this is an excerpt from uh, the book Giannis: The Improbable Rise of an NBA MVP. And, and I, that's right. I mean, kid was there for the formative years, the developmental years of Giannis. I kind of forgot about that. I knew I knew he was there for a couple of seasons, but yeah, he, he was there at the very beginning of Giannis, and so. Uh, now Jason Kidd gets his chance with the Dallas Mavs. See, see if uh, if Cuban gets on board with everyone having iPhones. I don't know. Cuban's probably an iPhone Cuban's guy, right? Cuban's an iPhone user, 100%. 100%, 100% right? yeah. 
So, so we can blame we can blame Jason Kidd for the lack of development for Thaw Maker because th- this was a young kid. <laughs> like, right, he was like 17, 18 years old. Oh, he, was, yeah. he was young. So, um, and he was one of the up and coming stars. Alleged the guy is really not panned out. He's um, where's he? Yes, Charlotte now. I think is a backup or something. But uh, man, Jason Kidd, you got to lighten up on these youngsters, dude. Man, they're, they're just they're just kids. I want to say he was he 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 was in uh, Boston for a little bit, Cleveland this season. Like he's been he's bounced around a bit, but uh, it's funny too. Is is um, I read an excerpt about uh, about Giannis and and then him you know comparing him uh, when he was younger, and it's like uh, yeah, I forgot the player that he compared him with, but it was it was just some like random kind of like steady role player, and he said, hey, you know, if you work really hard, Giannis, you're going to be just like this guy, uh, Nick Young or something like that, and he's like. If I'm like Nick Young, I'm quitting the league. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I don't think it was Nick Young, but it was like one of those type of role player guys. And he's like, no, nah, if I'm like that, I'm quitting the league. Yeah. So there was not a lot of expectations apparently uh, early on that Giannis was going to be as dominant as he as he became. Uh, dude worked his ass off. You you probably remember him, uh, Panther, when he first came into the league. He was he was skinnier than like uh, uh, Kevin Garnett was. You know, he he was bone thin. Oh, he. Th- and then, you know, the funny thing is, I was just thinking that he's put on like about 40 pounds. And you still can't tell. I mean, the dude's still built like Kevin Garnett. He's uh, very, very lean, um, but very, very strong. So, I, look, we we love Giannis. He is the freak for a reason. And uh, I think he's still got a very, very bright future with one in the bag. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, Giannis, the sky's the limit right now, as long as he has the right cell phone plan. Well, well, kid's not his coach, so he's. He, if he gets traded to Dallas, he might have a problem. Yeah, apparently, uh, he he's got another brother. Like they've got uh, the two brothers that are in the league. Both have won championships now, but he's got a fourth. You know, like a third brother. I guess you know he's got a third brother, the fourth of the bunch. And apparently, that kid's really good. He's playing in Europe right now. He's supposed to be fantastic. Giannis has come out and said, "It's like, yeah, I think he's going to be better than me." So uh, the the other two brothers have. Uh, not really lived up to Giannis's expectations, so we'll see if brother number four can uh, come anywhere close to that. Yeah, it will be fun to see. Are there family-wise? Is there really a, a family that dominates like that? I'm just trying. Are there usually players that make it? But is there is there a top tier family who everyone plays at an A level? God, I hate to say it, but right now, wouldn't you uh, the Ball family? They play no. an A level, uh, not a, not necessarily, but they're so young. The the verdict, I think, everybody wants to judge Lonzo that that he is who he is. The sky's the limit for Lamelo, and the, what the baby brother here has got to be coming up here pretty soon too. Um, as far as the family, to get three brothers that are going to be first round draft picks, early picks. I mean, it's early to say, give them that check mark and and say, yeah they're the one but that that's the only one that comes to mind to be honest i mean you you got to throw the manning family the in there yeah. you know the especially i mean you know archie played in the league for a while and you got the the you know the two brothers that did quite well the third brother that that didn't and now you got i guess the sons are up and coming like i think uh, peyton's son is is a widely oh recruited uh, guy so we'll see we'll see if the, if that pans out and by the by the way is uh, nicholas batum what was who we got compared to? Um, not Nick, Nick Young. So I just, I just found that. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't really think of like, you know, dominant 
you know, families and, and I, maybe in baseball, there's probably a couple of them in there. Uh, oh, that, the you know. Tatis family is pretty good. That Vlad mm-hmm. family is pretty good. The Biggio family. But see, right now we're really just looking at. Je- Je- yeah, we were not looking at, you know, um, um, like I was thinking uh, it wasn't um, Molina, right? The, the, the Those catchers, didn't there was like three of them in the league at one point? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Think all, was, yeah. all three of them were like quite good. I mean, the, yeah. one, the one with longevity that, you know, I swear to God, I thought I thought like they just, they just replaced him with a younger brother or something like that. I, I couldn't believe he's still fucking playing. <laughs> you know, he's, he's one of the guys that fucking ripped my heart out in the postseason. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he's still fucking playing. He's still torturing the goddamn Mets. Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, I, I think they, they, they yeah, at one point, they, all three of them were highly respected catchers, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, you're right, you're right. The Upton brothers, when BJ was there, and mm. you know, if Phil and Steve were here, they could probably go down the list of NASCAR drivers that keep it in the family. Um, fathers, sons, you know, the Earnhardt's obviously big names, Labontes, um, that, that actually is quite the family tradition in NASCAR and racing almost in general. Interesting. Very, very genetic <laughs> racing is, huh? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> I guess I guess you got the Curry brothers right now because mm. the uh, Seth Curry made a huge fucking uh, jump this past season, right? Uh, I think not superstardom, but he's he's got to be there. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that, that there's not a lot. It's it, I mean, it's surprising, really. You, you'd think that there'd be a you know a couple more out there but yeah panther's probably right like in racing you know you can look at the earnhardts and the andretti's and stuff like that um yeah i probably i probably my votes for the mannings really if you, if you had to pick yeah yeah that's probably the best most well-known family all right cool oh max there's something else you wanted to talk about i think oh just real quick and panther mentioned this over at the site yesterday is uh, mark andre Fleury got traded from uh vegas to chicago where he's gonna just kill himself Right, I, think he, I, th- I think he said that is he's the he's got to consider long and hard of whether he's going to play for the fucking Blackhawks this year. Uh, poor fucking guy. He's been shit on by Vegas for the last couple of seasons. They, no, no, no regard. Right. No, no regard. No respect. Um, yeah. He got traded for just absolutely nothing. Minor leaguer. Bag of beans. Like it was just absolutely nothing. Had no idea the trade was coming. found out via Twitter that he got traded. Uh, what a shitty fucking situation. I, I, you know, Vegas really dropped the ball there. Mark Andre Fleury had been f- since 2017, I guess the, the face of the franchise, really. Like he was the one that, that brought them into that first Stanley Cup appearance. Uh, he's been loyal to that team. They've, they've keep throwing him under the bus and then he comes back and he still has a strong playoffs and he faded late. We know that. Like he, he faded and they probably overused him a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I, I, would feel that you would give him a little bit more heads up even like, by the way, you know, we're going to trade you. Panther, well, he's your boy, right? He's your boy. I mean, look, he's a golden, what was a golden night, but I, I don't know how I could be blindsided other than not listening to the show. We'd been talking about it <laughs> uh, towards the end of the season that, uh, you know, his age, his contract. Um, I mean, well, I think we thought they'd get something for him, but I, the, the only thing that makes any sense here was basically it was a salary dump and uh, they found somebody to take that salary the minor leaguer doesn't even matter um looks like he i didn't know this but max said he was on the list where seattle could have grabbed him they didn't want that salary either in the expansion draft well actually they didn't have to post him right because vegas was just in the expansion draft right he's protected Uh, he was protected um so yeah so vegas 
I don't have a problem with the play, maybe the way they did it. <laughs> you know, if you're a player in any, any sport, you don't want to find out through social media or the four letter network that something happened and, and you didn't get a phone call or anything. <laughs> that part's pretty fucking <laughs> shady. Ask the people of green Bay, how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> but God, you think these, these multi-million dollar guys would know how to fucking handle manage players and communicate and, and shit like that. But um, I wish Flurry the best, but my, if I had to, if there's a wager in Vegas, I don't think he plays a game this year, at least for Chicago. So uh, best of luck to you, Flurry. But it's, it's been a, it's been an adventure, but uh, I think, I think he's done. I think you're right. I think he is done. I think that's it. All right. Well, baseball's not done. We still have some baseball to talk about, Max. What do you got on tap? Yeah, I, I got four games today. Let's start off Detroit at Minnesota. You know, uh, despite having no idea who the fuck he was heading into this season, uh, Willie Peralta has actually done a pretty good job as a starter for the Tigers this season. And I think he matches up against a pitcher who could be on the move. Uh, teams might take a, a flyer on Hap based off his body of work. Uh, really, his body of work has not been the case this season. That's for sure. He's a he's, uh, struggling mightily this year but i think i think some pitching hungry teams might call and and you know while they're talking about barrio see see about hap as well to fill in maybe like a four four spot or you know even some uh flex uh bullpen help for them so we'll see we'll see if he gets the start today but looking at the pitching matchup funny enough i mean peralta's got the fucking edge mm-hmm. and and through two games in the series both games have gone extra innings uh, Detroit won that first one. They lost a close one last night. Just it means that Detroit can hang with Minnesota. The Twins are a team in flux. Detroit, very young, hungry team trying to figure things out, which makes them dangerous. Not not Pirates level dangerous, but Detroit can be a dangerous team. And I, I think that's why I'm going to do a ten dollar bet on the Tigers today. Yeah, I, look, I like this Detroit team. They they've made some real great strides over the last couple years with their pitching staff and bringing guys up. But we've even got some more minor leaguers that uh, people might not be aware of. There's a first baseman that's going to be coming up soon, Torkelson, uh, who can absolutely crush the ball. Uh, So Detroit is a team to watch for the future. But as for this game today, I just couldn't get to a side. Um, Willie Peralta historically has not been a great pitcher. Jay Happ, I start to wonder if – what's going on in Minnesota, just the whole dugout, the whole locker room, it's just, it stinks and guys probably can't wait to get out of there. Like it just rubs off to where we suck and they don't care. I Like we talked about before on Monday that Minnesota is just a tough team to bet on or bet against until we get to the trade deadline. I'm going to lean Minnesota here because I think Hap probably even wants out of there. And if he wants out of there, he's going to have to put on a show today. It's his last chance to uh, make an impression. So I'll lean Minnesota, but I'm not really on this game. This game caused me a lot of angst and, and <laughs> internal debate. I wanted a piece of Detroit so, so bad. I just couldn't quite make the numbers work for me. I do have Minnesota winning the game, and I can't quite get to that. I wanted to stretch. I almost talked myself into it, just ignoring my implied probability and taking Detroit. Couldn't quite get there, so I'm going to lean Detroit. All <laughs> right. Mm, man, hey, Houston at Seattle. I leaned Seattle yesterday because that plus line was insane. I had Houston winning that game, but I just, it was just tough to resist. I'm looking at that fucking payout. I'm like, I can't. I, I, it's hard to ignore. Now the payout is absolutely fucking nothing. In fact, I might be paying. No, I'm still getting some kind of plus line on Seattle. 
Uh, it's 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 crazy. You look at the pitching matchup here. Odorizzi has not been that reliable yet. I'm fucking pitching for Seattle. Surprisingly, goddamn Kikuchi has not been awful. Can we say that about him, Panther? Kikuchi has not been awful this year. It's a career year. It's a career year for Kikuchi. <laughs> the, the, the trouble thing, if you looked at his last three starts, though, maybe it's an indication that he's starting to regress back to his normal shitty self. But still, Mariners are a tough team to beat at home. Yesterday, even Arch had to be sweating. Even yesterday, watching I was, I was sweating, Max. I'm always sweating. <laughs> uh, so I, th- I think Seattle's still the play today. So I'm going to do it. A ten dollar bet on the Mariners. Yeah, I think the fact that this game is a little closer to even does tell you that the Minesweepers do have a pretty good chance here. Oda Rizzi is the odd man out. If Houston could maybe lock down one more pitcher, whether it's from their farm system or a Max Scherzer, somebody on the move, um, that that could really solidify their lineup. But, uh, yeah, I'm in agreement here. I do like the slightest of plus lines here. I think Seattle's got a legitimate shot. So 20 bucks on the Minesweepers. Yeah, I think you guys are absolutely right on. I still have Houston winning. My my percentages have been kind of frozen here with Houston. I, I do think Houston might win the game, but, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I got mine. I'm getting the hell out. I'll lean Seattle. All right. Hey, let's take a little break. Talk about D-Gen gear. About to talk about a near elite pitcher. Former near elite New York Met. Yeah, that's about to come up after this break. But let's talk about that near elite brand of gear or the bubble champs. Or we mentioned it yesterday. Panther was on the road wearing just his Moneyline Mafia shirt. So head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Click on the D-Gen shop. Buy our gear. Help us keep the lights on around here. And you, yes, you can go full DGen. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I, I called my shot before the break. Let's talk Washington at Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, near lead Zach Wheeler has a home ERA of 2.12. Mm. He has absolutely asserted himself as the ace of the Philly staff. I can't quite take the near office status. He's still near elite. I can't really call him elite yet because if you look at a couple of his recent games, he's had a few blips. But, man, this dude is, is pitching really well right now. A guy that you cannot say is pitching really well this season is Patrick Corbin. And while the trade rumors are swirling around Max Scherzer, everyone's fucking calling about Max Scherzer, uh, I heard yesterday that he will waive his no trade clause, but he wants to go to a West Coast team. So, you know, the Dodgers – and the Giants, uh, the Padres, they're, they're all perking up over there. <laughs> um, but another guy that could get the boot is Corbin. I, same thing. I, say, I think it's the same conversation with Hap. 
pitching hungry teams will take a flyer on a guy who is a name brand, especially if they don't have to give up much for him. Patrick Corbin in the past has been a really good pitcher. So maybe you do take a flyer as again the fourth store starter in your in your or, or you know one of those stretch reliever type guys. So keep an eye out if he starts today. But just on the surface, Corbin versus Wheeler, Wheeler absolutely wins that matchup. Uh, Nats already grabbed a win in the series yesterday. I don't think they're going to make it two in a row. I know it's a chalky one. So a ten dollar bet on the Phillies. Yeah, look, I I do like the Phillies here, but good God, minus two hundred. Um, I, I just, as much as we love Wheeler and Wheeler has been absolutely fantastic. I still don't trust that bipolar Phillies offense. You know, one day they'll put up 15 runs the next day. They will get shut out. It's uh tough to trust them, but the Corbin factor here, uh, look, just like Hap, I think he's got to pitch well if he wants out of there. And then the Washington wants to deal. And look, not only is there the shares are deal, but now Strasburg uh, is having season ending surgery. So he's done for the season. The, the Washington's done. They've got nothing. Um, I think he'd be a great fit down in Houston, looking to fill that spot for Oda Rizzi maybe. Um, so I, I just, I would lean, I guess the plus line, cause it's so big. That Corbin get to show up one time. I'm not eating the chalk on the Phillies, so I'll lean the Nats here. Mm, I love the Phillies today. Love them. It's minus 198. So yeah, it's it's a chalky one. But I've got them winning like 72 percent of the time here with Wheeler on the mound. So fuck yeah, I'll, uh, 15 bucks on the Phillies. God damn. Hey, last one up for me: Chicago White Sox at the Kansas City oh, Royals. God. Leave this series alone, Max. My third flyer of the day. Kansas City has not bowed down to Chicago in this series. Uh, White Sox got the win yesterday, but it did not come easy. Royals have managed to win three of their last five home series. And yeah, okay, they swept the Tigers. They beat the hapless Twins, but they also kicked around the Red Sox in, in Kansas City. So I think this is a team that is starting to go back to their earlier season success, like finding, especially at home, finding their offense a bit more at home. So I will not be shocked today if if... The Royals take the lead in this series. I think the, uh, there's another game tomorrow. It's a four-game series, so it closes out tomorrow. But I think the Royals uh, win this one today, and a ton of value at the plus line. So $10 bet on KC. This is where management takes takes effect here. This is where a good manager can make his team play for something. Because like Max kind of touched on it Monday, and I definitely agree. The White Sox at this point could just coast the division is theirs they're what 10 games ahead of cleveland it's it's the the division is a complete joke and it's hard for them to focus and they need to focus they need to beat the shit out of a team like the royals so that they're ready when they have to take on the rays and the red Sox and the astros this is a white Sox team that has not played its best and yet is still the best of the central quite easily i'm going to hope I'm going to bet <laughs> that the white the White Sox start to put some shit together where they look like real contenders. I think they can beat Bubick or Bubick or whatever his name is uh, in Kansas City. So twenty bucks on the White Sox. I'm not on this game. I'm going to lean the Royals here in this one. Man, I got mine. Thankfully, <laughs> that's another one that make you sweat. Jeez, no, no, I, I would not bet against the Royals right now, especially at home, especially with the White Sox. I mean, yeah, they're in first place. Yeah, they're coasting, but the wheels are really wobbly on their wagon as they're coasting. It, you, you, a lot of concern in Chicago. 
I and I think it's a lot of concern because you're looking at the manager of that team, and I don't have a ton of confidence. Uh, we, listen, man, I already shit on one legendary NBA coach. I, I feel like I can shit on a legendary Major League Baseball coach. I do not think that when you bring in some of these, you know, older style managers with with the style of play, with all the with all the advanced metrics and stuff like that, ego fucking just jumps in the way. Right. And and you start doing things with gut or things with that you think are right. And you end up fucking things up because these pitchers, you know, and, and players are all fucking hammered in with these advanced metrics. And then the coach says, nah, you know what? Don't, don't listen to that shit. Just do this. <laughs> and it fucks a player up. So I, I think Larusa is not the right guy to get that team to the next level. Uh, it's, it's much different from like a guy like, uh, Jim Leland, right? I think Jim Leland, you know, he sparked the fucking fire years ago. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you got that shit going. LaRusse is not doing that anymore. So I think that's where you got to look at is uh, some of the struggles of this team starts right there. Anyway, those are my four games. Uh, I'm going to grab a game here real quick before that line shifts. And it's not a plus line anymore. We were talking about a pre-show, the fish at Baltimore, uh, Miami's called up Holloway to take a spot start and uh, the going against Baltimore and Lopez, who's been, I, I almost call him Mike Harvey-esque, Matt Harvey-esque. He's been just horrible, very, very hittable. I The fish are on a three-game winning streak. I think they can make it four, so 20 bucks on the fish. Oh, man. I got your fish fetish going on today. Um, I did not have a line on this one earlier. So there's not a ton of data that I'm seeing on it, but from what I'm seeing right now coming in, it seems like Miami's the play. So I think you're on the right side here. I couldn't make that call. I moral support here. I, I do believe we're gonna hit a DGen score though on this game. <laughs> yeah, I like Miami too. Yeah. I do love Miami an awful lot. I do think they win the game. I'm not I'm not sure why they're a plus line. I I can't quite figure this one out. They got the better pitcher. Uh, a better offense is debatable, but I still think they can do it. <laughs> I'll put 15 bucks on the fish as well. God, what has everybody, anybody ever said the fish had a better offense than somebody else? It's, uh, it's debatable. The New York Mets, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they, yeah, yeah. Oh, God damn it. Uh, let's look at another plus line. Oakland at San Diego. Um, this Blake Snell guy is not the same Blake Snell that was in Tampa Bay. He has not been very good all season. I'm not even sure if he's what the, the fourth best pitcher maybe on that team. I think Oakland with Manea on the bump, who's pitched better as of late with a plus line. I think the A's can grab one here. So I'm going to drop 20 bucks on the elephants. Yeah, I got mine yesterday in the series. So I'm, I'm bowing out today. Uh, what you can say about Blake Snell is his is. Pitching at home is much different than his pitching on the road. This year, he's got a 1.45 home ERA versus an overall, I think, 5 ERA or some shit like that. So on the season, not doing well. Pitching in San Diego, a little bit better. Manea, home road, he seems the model of consistency. You know what you're going to get with him. I'm not going to say it's it's, it's great, <laughs> but you know what you're going to get with Manea. I think you're right. I think Oakland... Uh, can hang with San Diego. I think they can probably win this one, and you're getting a plus line on them. So some moral support here, lean on the A's. Yeah, I'm leaning that with you, Panther, but I don't really have a, a side in this game. So you're on an island. Uh, island living is the story of the life for me. Uh, let's see. You guys never really jump on the Reds with me, but the, the Reds are still in a fight here for a playoff spot. The Cubs, 
have got to be benching guys. Like we are just getting so close to this trade deadline that I got to think they're going to start not putting that lineup out there. The Reds got to the Cubbies yesterday. Uh, Taylor Mayo on the bump against Zach Davies. This is actually a pretty even pitching matchup, but I think the hitting edge is going to go to the Reds. I'm going to jump on my big red machine again for another 20 bucks. Ah, uh, yeah. I've been on the Cubs in this series. I've been on the wrong in this series so far. Uh, uh, your boy on the road, 2.13 ERA. Um, again, the same thing. Yeah, D- Davies is another guy who's, whose name has been in the rumor mill. And and you're, we're what, two days away from the trade deadline, right? It's, it's the 30th. I think it is. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, any day now, <laughs> any day yeah. now, Chris Bryant's going to be a Met, right? Any fucking day now, please, Chris Bryant, be a goddamn Met. Uh, hopefully it's today. Uh, I'm still going to lean Chicago. Uh, from what I'm seeing, I've been, I've been wrong. I'll probably be wrong again, but I'll lean on the Cubs. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Cubs in this one, too. <laughs> it's just such a close series. I, I, I'm just not I'm not going to touch it. I'm just leaning to Chicago here and I keep waiting for them to sell. When is it happening? Uh, I, I think it's just uh, an auction. They're just waiting for the best offer. Uh, I'm sure there's a, plenty of teams looking at those guys. Um, and well, at least Vegas agrees with me because when I wrote it down on what it is now, it looks like the, the money or something is going towards the Reds. Uh, let's try one more game for me. This one, definitely, I'm going to call it a flyer, but probably the pitching matchup of the day, Dodgers at the Giants, Walker Bueller. I don't know what to say about Walker Bueller. He's 10 and one with a two and change ERA, a sub one whip. And I still don't think he's an ace. (laughs) I don't know if he just gets the benefit of pitching matchups, but today he goes against somebody who's pretty much as equal in uh, Anthony Descalfini, who's pitched very well for the giants. Giants are great at home. And I think this plus line is enough to justify a bet. So I will put 20 bucks on the 49ers. Yeah, again, moral support. Man, me and Panther are agreeing way too fucking much today. This is, this is going to doom both of us, I think. But I, I I think San Francisco is probably the play here. Couldn't quite get there. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right about Walker Bueller. Maybe it's just like, maybe it's the fucking name. Maybe it's just the stupid fucking name he has that just makes me not like him as a pitcher. <laughs> He's definitely talented, but I, again, it's, it's hard to fade uh, Descalfini at home. So I lean on the Giants. Yeah, I am going to fade Descalfini at home, though. <laughs> I like the Dodgers today. I liked them yesterday. They didn't quite get it done. I still think they're going to I think they're going to win this one. 15 bucks on the Dodgers. I don't know what that says. If if Max and I are agreeing and, and Arch is fading me, I don't I don't know, Arch. Um, but I'm done. What else you got? I'm, that's it. I only I'm had three bad. plays today, and that's pretty much it. I don't see anything jumping out at me on the board. That's anything we need to talk about. Anybody want the Angels minus two hundred eight against Colorado? No, <laughs> I, I might take Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I might actually just take Colorado. <laughs> right, think about that. Haney minus two hundred. He should screenshot it and frame it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're under, if you're wondering, his average money line is minus one hundred four on the year. Mm. So a little bit of a jump, just a, what a hundred dollar jump, just a little bit. Yeah. All right. So we talked about, uh, we talked about uh, a little bit of hockey, a little bit of iPhone versus Android as it applies to the NBA. But Max, that is it. That is it. Hey, speaking of Android or iOS, you can get the DGENS app for either of those things. So download that now, hang out with us. 
No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Yeah, so you guys mentioned I was on the road. I'm always on the road, but this time I'm on the road because I'm on vacation. You know, yesterday started out like such a shit show. I get in the truck, ready to leave fucking flat tire nailing the tire like it just started off like uh, like a bad movie but uh yeah so down here at the hotel doing this with you guys missed you guys yesterday you, you shit on me pretty good yesterday so thanks i love it when i'm missed but uh today's panther parlay i, I think we got a shot here we're, we're gonna take the fish we're gonna take the reds and we're gonna take the white socks put those three together and that'll be today's panther parlay and you guys can jump on the website, jump on the app, click on that social degeneracy tab and shoot the shit with us. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. Let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.